Hi humans, welcome to our podcast, Deconstruct. My name is Lauren. And I'm Adam. On this podcast, we want to help start or continue conversations about the beautiful and messy parts of life. Although we both had a conservative upbringing, we've since grown out of a lot of our traditional ways of thinking. We're learning to deconstruct the religious lenses we once saw the world through, breaking down topics like purity culture, racism, and the patriarchy, while demystifying things like feminism, equality, and love, stepping away from our evangelical church background, all the while leaning into God and moving forward in our faith. We'd love to hear your story. You can find us on Instagram at deconstruct.pod. Now, on to the episode. Take two. <laughs> and we're back with, what, season two of the podcast now. We are. And uh, this is going to be releasing, so you're listening to this, on our anniversary. So our two-year anniversary. And I thought it was appropriate to kind of talk about marriage and love and all that jazz. It's been uh, so fun. What? I feel like the podcast, no, marriage, being married, love. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we've like basically been, been a... like road married and then also like <laughs> real life married. We were like, yeah, partners in crime. Yeah. When we were out on the road. Uh, and I asked, so I asked the world, I asked media if they had any questions about love or marriage specific to us or non-specific to us and just in general just looking for our sage wisdom in our two oh yeah years of exactly so actually that's <laughs> you saying that i um you know obviously we haven't been married for very long but i feel like we each have our experience with some of the things that people brought up um yeah. so let's begin shall we let's do it okay so the first question was how deconstruction has affected your marriage? Wow. I mean, that's a big question. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things that I know it's rocked a lot of people's marriages mm -hmm. because it's not like, I mean, you have a foundation in Christ, right? Like you have this foundation in if you're, faith. If you and, have a Christian. Yeah. If you have a Christian upbringing and, and that's like something that you carry into the relationship. Yeah. And so I've seen it like rock a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But for us, um, I think it just kind of opened up a whole new conversation for us that yeah. we had had sort of, but not in the way that we've been having it recently. It's a yeah. lot more okayed and a lot more questions. I think, I, I, I think deconstruction, deconstruction was kind of caused a little bit by our relationship. Yeah. Um, at least for me personally, maybe it wasn't our marriage necessarily, but um, like just us falling in love and our love story, um, it kind of shifted my mindset of who God is and what yeah. God is. Um, and so that's when we were just dating and then we got married and I was just, just being so overwhelmed by love and mm -hmm. knowing that that, like everything I had, <laughs> everything I'd ever known was just <laughs> turned upside down. And so then I feel like I there was a lot of deconstruction that happened within like my soul. Mm. Like it wasn't necessarily totally religious at that time. It got more like getting into religious deconstruction, but it was more of my perspective of like the world and God and big picture universe. Like how things work together. Yeah. How yeah. things work together. And 
yeah and i used to believe that you know god wanted me to be unhappy <laughs> so i could like have a relationship that was a whole with season god. for you yeah well, I it mean, was my whole, us, it was but... my whole life yeah it was my whole life that was like my what i guess christian might call it it was like my chains it was my demons it was your basically. burden my burden there yeah <laughs> um and anyway so i was like there's no way that a god wants me to be unhappy when i'm feeling so 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 happy and whatever anyway fast forward <laughs> and then um you know we waited to have sexual intercourse until our till we were married yeah and that came with its own set of hurdles yeah well it, mentally and, and physically obviously <laughs> there yeah. was it was different things uh, i was experiencing different things and um, I'm definitely somebody who wants to get to the bottom of things and to the root of things. So anyway, I mean, all this to say, going back to the original question, how has deconstruction affected your marriage? I honestly think our relationship has done a lot of bringing forth the deconstruction. Yeah. And because of that, I, you were there along the whole way. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's definitely bonded us. We've, we have kind of left some ways, some, I guess, the ways that we were taught in our families, the way our parents did things. Um, and that has kind of unified us because it's like now we're kind of creating traditions of our own or non-traditions mm-hmm. or, I don't know, a lot of it is, I feel like, because we're go- we've personally gone through it together. Yeah. Which we're really blessed because a lot of people don't. Right. But because we've gone through it together, it's it's been bonding and hard. Yeah. I mean, it's the the one tough part, I think, for me was you were a little bit further ahead in your deconstruction than I was. I've kind of always yeah. had a little bit of it myself, but but you kind of take the leap once you once you see your own truth and see what you believe, you kind of go for it. And for yeah. me, it's always a little bit slower. Everything's a little bit yeah. slower, but <laughs> um, I we had a minute there, like a week where I was like, it really was just a week. It really was, but <laughs> it felt challenging, I think, because there was a moment where I was like, am I going to get there? Or is yeah. this going to be something where like, we're divided, where I'm just always kind of like, yep, I understand that that's how you think. And I understand <laughs> that that's where you're at. But like, which some things are still that way. I'm here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like what? what what's In on? very tiny ways. I don't even know. Like. I don't know. But anyway, continue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was just interesting to see that there was there was a moment where we had a disconnect or like a parting of ways for a second. Where you were worried, essentially. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I, for sure I was. And because I was where I was, I was like, not worried. I was like, if you're, you're like, meant to get there, yeah, if you're, gonna, <laughs> if you're going to like experience the things I'm going to experience, it will happen. Yep. Like, I don't know. I was very much in the like peace fingers. Like, it's all going to be okay. Yep. Like state and Adam was like, oh my gosh, things are falling apart. Where in, I kind of have things fall apart internally. Yep. And then I research a bunch, which is again, why I kind of like did this snowball of deconstruction. And then I was like, da, 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 and You're I like, like Adam. the thing I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, wait, what? Um, but Adam was always more of a progressive human than I was previously so it, it didn't it wasn't like i don't know it wasn't a shocker to your spirit no. No. you know what i mean like yeah anyway that's that's a that's a lot for that yeah first for question. the first question just knock it out right yeah there. but that, i thought that was a really good one because obviously that's that's kind of actually that's 
a main theme in these questions. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, to kind of reiterate that how deconstruction has affected our marriage, it's been hard because we've kind of had to shed a lot of stuff, um, but it's also been really unifying because everything's new and it's... And I think the deconstruction that we've gone through speaks a lot to uh, the interaction within a relationship. And Ooh, yeah. so that's like just been its own set of things where we're just kind of redefining socially and whatever, yeah. what what it means to be partners. Exactly. Which that's the thing too. Mm-hmm. Partners. It's like, yeah. that's our preferred term or my preferred term, actually. Yeah. I don't know what you like, but. I mean, I'm dumb for anything. I just like when people call us their names. Yeah, same. <laughs> anyway, yes. Side Side note, I don't really love I don't really associate with like wife. Like I don't really like assimilate with that title necessarily just because of what it's been. Um, And husband, like I never really say husband all that much. I just say hubs, bae, boo, my dude. Lots of different. (laughs) But anyway, but we're partners. Um, Okay. So next question. Uh, How has your and Adam's parents' marriage affected your own marriage? Mm. So when I was, man, must have been like six or seven, uh, there was a season where I was in like football and I had some friends that all of their parents were separating and things like that. And I yeah. was, I realized for the first time that it was possible for parents to like, to do that, to not be just a unit, to not just be like one thing. And, uh, that was really hard for me. And the first thing I did when I realized that was went home and wrote up a contract for my parents to sign that they wouldn't, uh, that they wouldn't get a divorce. Um, and they have, they've always shown me how much they love each other. Yeah. It's always been something where they're very, they're very open about it, which has been a huge building block for how I am in relationships that it's okay and it's even good to speak out appreciation for people that you care about. Mm. That's that's good. <laughs> um I think for me I I don't I am I'm sure it has affected me. Um I am still figuring out how exactly it's affected me and it's been in good ways um mostly. I can't even really think of because when I kind of, when I think of my parents, you know, their relationship, it always includes me, right? Like it it always, their marriage in my eyes involves me. Right. Because you only can know it while you're alive. Exactly. And we don't have kids. So when I think about relating to my parents and their relationship, my mind tends to go to par- like parental mm. type of relationship. Um, and within that, I mean, I'm sure there's ways like the way my parents always were the people who were like, yeah, we'll host and we'll do Mm. whatever. Like there's obviously little details like that, that I'm sure I've been positively affected. Um, they, my parents, as the older I got, the more religious they got and more like into more traditional kind of religion, I guess. Um, they got into and that's something that like I grew up in and I was very much following in that foot, those footsteps until recently. So I feel like in that way I'm, I, I am different 
than them and who knows what's gonna happen if when we have kids but anyway that's just the first thing that pops into my head is that yes i'm sure it's affected me it's an interesting idea that like you don't know your parents before you're alive because i feel like now with like social media and us like doing youtube and all that kind of stuff like our parents would have home videos so that's not not something that people watch all the time or or really show to their kids and it's not really something that people do before they have kids like home videos kind of happen once you have once you have families and i i don't know i feel like i feel like this is kind of our and podcasters and so we have plenty of content yeah i i'm I'm curious how that'll change how our kids Kids see see us us. yeah that's interesting i have never thought about that yeah Yeah. i don't know anyway so yes i'm sure i'm sure it has affected our own marriage yeah. Um, yeah. And they're both, yeah, both of our parents are still married. So I feel like in, in that way, we, that's a very positive, mm-hmm. like that's probably the most positive yeah. thing to have to look up to like in a marriage. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. And next question, how to know if, oh, okay, wait, hold on. It says how to be happy single. Oh, sorry. Same person, but. How to be happy single. So um, I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been single since I was 17. Yeah. So almost 10 years. Wow. (laughs) Basically all like I went from boyfriend to boyfriend to boyfriend. Yeah. I'm I'm not proud, but it's also my life. Um, That's what you did. So (laughs) how do you be happy and single? Adam, tell us. Enlighten us. I mean, I think it's just allowing relationships to be instead of having to always put a box on it. Like Mm. I had a lot of friends that were girls and, um, you know, did theater and all sorts of different stuff. Like, and, and for me, I've, I've always, um, been drawn towards relationships with women more than I have with uh, men. Um, and I'm not entirely sure why, I don't know if it's like emotional availability or anything like that, but, um, to me, it's always just been about letting everything breathe. Like, Hmm. not not worrying about response like, times oh, like i'm is... everybody that knows me i'm a terrible i'm terrible at texting i'm terrible at reaching out to people but mm-hmm. like when we're together i'm Great. i'm 100 there like yeah. i don't touch my phone i don't like i'm always as present as i can be yeah um so for me i guess being happy being single isn't any different than being happy in a relationship just yeah. stop worrying about single or not single Mm. yeah I think something that I have heard you kind of talk about but never really say this specific thing but is that you know you said you didn't really worry about like what things are called necessarily or like labels or whatever is Mm -hmm. what you said um I feel like you've spoken about how you've had like you kind of like had a crush on that person for like a second but like y'all were just friends and then you moved on and it wasn't like it wasn't like you didn't fall in love over and over again. Like that right. wasn't like, your well, I think experience. I did though. I think I did fall in love with people <laughs> all the time. Like it was just like yeah. falling in love with, in love with a person. But that didn't mean like without any expectation of anything. Romantically. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. I think it's an, just an interesting concept of like falling in love with people because I feel like I do that too. But anyway, so yeah. That's that's good advice. Like I said, I don't have. <laughs> I can make something up of how to be happy single, but right. I haven't really lived that life. Because um, when I when I am single, I freaking have crushes on 
everybody like yeah hardcore so oh <laughs> uh, yeah i'm not the person to ask um okay and then how to know if they so a person i guess hmm. how to know if they're worth dating or not and okay so i feel like you've got you, some knowledge on this one yeah okay so now i'll take the reins here so obviously if you're happy if they make if you enjoy life I always say that, like, people ask me, how did I know I, like, loved Adam or was in love with Adam? And I was like, well, when I fell in love with life and I, like, fell in love with me, like, fully. When I fell in life, fell in love with life and fell in love with me fully is when I knew I was in love with Adam because he was, like, right there doing life with me. Mm. And so I feel like if that, <laughs> if you, if some somebody's worth dating, if they make you truly happy and you're romantically attracted to them um but i would say like don't date somebody just because it makes sense or because it's comfortable or because you think you should or because of roles or like you know roles in life you have whether it's at work or i guess you don't date people who are at your work necessarily but like whatever it is school or church or, or some sort of community you're like well we make sense together i don't feel like that's like a right reason I feel like that's the biggest someone? reason why people need to get out of their hometown. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because there's, it's so easy to fall into that. Like, it makes sense. You know, he was a quarterback and I was a cheerleader. And, wow. Way to go know. for the stereotypical No, one. that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's like people can fall into that space where it's just like, Well, it just you ran makes that sense. circle and I ran this one. So it kind of makes sense that like, yeah, like you and me equals makes sense that I, that's never worth pursuing or like staying in a relationship too yeah. you know what i mean just because something works yeah i just i mean i knew from the day we started dating that we were going to get married yeah and i don't even know what it was i just knew what it wasn't um wasn't what i well i mean like with all the friends that i had all growing up i just i knew what wasn't who wasn't <laughs> going to be my wife Oh, all right. Um, Wife. Ooh, love that word. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding with you. I'm kidding. I just, uh, I don't know. When people just say, you know, you know. Um, it's so it true, It sounds though. cliche, like, but literally, if you allow people the space to be in your life with no expectation, mm -hmm. you just see mm -hmm. what happens. Yep. Like that, we had the fortunate circumstance of being able to really do that because yeah. we were touring like yeah. we literally day and night trial and like success everything we had an opportunity to be there without any expectation nope yeah no expectation at all except for just be my drummer and play the drums well right don't forget uh, my songs <laughs> <laughs> except you know first thing i told you was that i forgot every single song before we went on stage yeah but it's fine i almost murdered but anyway um i think i think it's important to to give yourself space to just be humans and mm -hmm. and see what that looks like together yeah yeah um next question says is marriage really as amazing as everyone makes it out to be and yes <laughs> it is marriage is not well okay marriage I, is not hard marriage itself is not hard being a human being and managing expectations and relationships with other people can be challenging yeah and being married means you have somebody there all the time that you always have to figure out how to manage that relationship and how you interact with somebody. Mm -hmm. But it's not the marriage's fault that 
that that it's challenging to be in relationship with people. That's something that people need to start taking on to themselves more. Yeah, because you're two humans trying to live life together. Okay, so my reaction to that question is true love is as amazing as everyone makes it out to be. Yeah. Like, I feel like whatever you're, you choose, however you choose to do your relationship, whether it's marriage or not, if you are happy and in love and you're happy with where you're at, I don't think there should be any pressure one way or another. Mm. I think I think being in love with somebody who is in love with you is, yes, is definitely yeah. awesome and definitely worth it and as amazing as everyone makes it out to be. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I love being married to you, but that's because, like, I wanted to get, I wanted to be married to you. Yeah. But if I was just happy just like being like where we were in life, then that like and not married and just mm -hmm. being in love, that would have been great too. I don't know. I just feel like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's so interesting just thinking about where we are now. Had we been mentally where we are, <laughs> who knows if we would have gotten married as, as quickly as we did or whatever. Like it worked for us because that's what, it made sense and we knew we wanted each other all the time yeah but i don't I, socially i wonder what <sighs> what we what pressures we would have felt had we been mentally where we are now with yeah. relationships i agree however i don't really feel pressured i wanted to get married oh yeah you. for sure i just I meant like social pressures wedding. of like traveling together and living together and that yeah. kind of stuff like that's all changed a lot for us yeah our perspective of that yeah yeah i don't know but anyway Mm -hmm. Is marriage really as amazing as everyone makes it out to be? Yes. yes. Resounding. Being, yes. Being in love and being in loved with. <laughs> being in loved with. <laughs> uh, it is. Truly is. Okay. So next says, does everyone get that burning fire passion and love or just some people? I mean, we have it, but I, I can't really speak for everybody. Yeah. That question, I really don't know. Like, because I don't know. That's if this person's asking and they don't have it and they want it, like I'm, I'm I know what's out of, there. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, <laughs> I feel like I'm the type of person who's like, if you desire it, it will come. Hmm. So manifest that. Yeah. I, so yes, <laughs> if you want that, then yeah, I feel like it's out. It is out there for you. I, I believe in bliss is out there for mm -hmm. everyone. So yeah, if that means being celibate and that's bliss to you. Or is that the right word? Celibate? No. Celibate would yeah. be like... No, never having somebody, right? Being single? Or is it just no sex? I think that's just no sex. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, well, that... But you can do that too. <laughs> if that's bliss for you. Or that's what I'm, But that's that was kind of my point. was just like, if you choose to be single for all of your life and that's mm. bliss to you, then, then yes. And if you so desire to have fiery, passionate love, then yes, that's also there for you too. Yeah. So... That's just what I think. <laughs> um, okay, so next question is. Oh, it says handling and resolving conflict. So it's not really like a question, but okay. how do we handle and resolve conflict? I beat him up. That's true. She corners me and punches me in the throat usually. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this could come across on the podcast or not, Like, <laughs> but I'm a foot shorter than Adam. So <laughs> I don't think... But I, I beat him up every height, time. <laughs> I don't think height translates across podcasts. No. Um, okay. So 
I don't, we talk like normal humans. Um, well, okay. I'll, I'll start with that just because sure. you handle conflict differently than I do in where I, when I grew up, you could be just seething and spitting venom at people and you go to bed at the end of the night and maybe nothing's resolved, but you have your own space to, to process and yeah. then you wake up the next day and you leave that in the past. Yeah. Well, I kind of um, grew up the same way though. Like you've seen how my, how my family works. Yeah. We, you know, when we've gotten in big fights, we do the big fight and we wake up the next day. So it's like, it's similar, but yeah. I feel like, I feel like my family was a little bit more open about emotional stuff. Yeah. But, but that to say you want to resolve yeah. right away. Like you want to talk it out before like no going to bed angry and all that kind of stuff. Um, which has been different for me and sometimes can be tricky just because like mm -hmm. I am a slow processor mm -hmm. and I'm a thinker and I romanticize everything, whether it's good or bad. And so when I'm in the moment and I haven't had a chance to sit back and process things, yeah. it can be challenging for me to respond without emotion being the primary driver of my response. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I... we've figured out how to work through that a little bit i think i feel like that was us in the beginning of our relationship honestly i feel like we've kind of switched yeah that's how i that's been my perspective you're of like it. i need time no now now i am more like <laughs> i'm going nowhere you're going nowhere <laughs> so i can i i feel like i was a little bit more stressed when we were just dating we yeah. handle conflict honestly what conflict did we have when we were dating? yeah i think we've literally had four arguments yeah but in our entire big like, ones anyway. being on the road big and, ones and being together and being married like all of it yeah so um i don't know we just kind of we just kind of figure it out honestly we just know that we're like we're going nowhere yeah and i've had to like reassure adam that too i feel like that's kind of a hidden not a hidden but it's kind of like a darkness that you have is that like if when once we when we were would fight you would get worried that it like won't go back to being good yeah or something like that and i'm like no that's this is just relationships this is just part of it yeah well i mean one of my biggest fears in life is always being too too difficult too like much. i'm adding stress to somebody's life and yeah. therefore people are just gonna leave yeah well and so I mean, that's kind of created me to be that kind of person which i think is what scared you at first when we would argue and things is i'm the kind of person that i i take it in stride until I'm done taking it and then I kind of ghost. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of, I, I took my, my assumptions of what other people would do if I became too difficult to love. Yeah. And created a response. Like uh, you assumed, myself. you assumed mm -hmm. a response. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just reassurance, a lot of reassurance and being and like having integrity with what we're saying mm -hmm. and what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like having vulnerability in that Brene Brown, the vulnerability. <laughs> that's one of the first things we watched. I know. That's what I was going to say. What is it called? Strength of vulnerability or the, the power, power of vulnerability. Power of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. That was like what we watched when we first started dating and yeah. it's been our like our groundwork of our whole relationship. Mm -hmm. So not being afraid to be super vulnerable. So I feel like that. Just yeah. like laying it all out there, being emotionally naked. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and real naked. And real naked. I enjoy that, that too. That helps too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. How old were you when you got married? I was 
24 and he was 23. Well, the first time I got married, I was 13. <laughs> okay, Adam. So we're 24 and yes. 23. <laughs> that did not land. It landed for me. I was laughing in my head. It's okay. just, I don't know if people are going to laugh along oh, okay. on the podcast. All right. Well, let's, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> okay. Did you get married young? And if so, would do you recommend it to others? Yes-ish. Um, I don't know. Is 24, 23 young to you? Some I mean, people get, some married, people at get like married at like 27, 19? 30. Oh. Some people get married at 19. Like my parents got married when they were 19 and 20. So, yeah. so um, I don't believe in following culture's timeline so i say get married when you want to get married yeah that's pretty i mean literally that's it's a cool it. way to do it i mean right <laughs> i don't have any other things to say i recommend yeah i don't know i recommend true love again back to that i recommend love, true love true love <laughs> and moving forward as you know you see works for your relationship and the next question is, was your dating relationship judged harshly by the church? Was it? No. I mean, we were we were a church as, in a way of like we were at the in a Christian band. So being in a Christian band and dating, um, we had to kind of abide by like not holding hands necessarily at the shows and um if we i don't know just things like that so in a way i feel like we felt like we needed to i don't know abide by these protocols of the of christian dating um you know so to speak so no we didn't get judged harshly <laughs> we didn't get judged harshly but we definitely had our own hoops we had to go through yeah well i mean and and i think like i was talking about a little earlier i think that influenced a lot of how we went about our relationship and progressed in our relationship yeah i mean not entirely but i know there were some perks that we are looking forward to of being married right by the time we are getting there yeah so yeah i mean the church had influenced it in certain ways but i don't i don't think any of us carried i don't think either of us carried any um i just wanted to protect what i needed to protect like i wanted i wanted to respect like my mom and my sister who were involved with the christian band yeah that i was in so i wanted to respect but i didn't i didn't give a flipping flip not a flipping flip <laughs> was given what who judged me like yeah. at all i was too in love like i literally could not even <laughs> i was like no i literally don't care about anything but anymore. i don't think we i don't think we carried <laughs> over any way. expectations from from church teachings or anything there was no like like we didn't carry over any like responsibility oh. to please your man or like oh like into our marriage yeah oh well that's a different question but oh. yeah i mean i feel like says your dating relationship judged oh. harshly by the church. Oh, well, either way. But yeah, I mean, I feel like we just had in our own heads what we felt like we needed to live up to yeah. and live by, um, which we don't really... We've each had a pretty pretty we, solid compass. And we don't really assimilate to anymore. Right. So we're just different people now. Right. Um. Okay, it says, how long did you date before getting married? We dated for... Uh, how? So we dated... 
before getting married. Yeah. Different it's than like engaged. May 2016 to, to January 6th, 6, 2018. 2018. Oh, so a while. So almost two years. Almost two years. No, yeah, not sure. quite. Sure. So it's like a year, a year and, and a half. half. Right. Um, Yeah. So that's, I don't know if that's normal or if that's different. I don't really know, but it worked for us. Yep. Um, what, okay, what is something either of you did in the waiting season? Waiting for a man's. <laughs> well, I mean, I did a lot in my waiting season since uh, Lauren was the first person I like ever dated. Officially dated. Oh, my I word. had a girlfriend Your in seventh, seventh grade. grade girlfriend doesn't <laughs> count. I mean, yeah, I guess she does. Um, yeah. Broke up with me because I wouldn't kiss her. So what did you do? Anything? In the um, waiting season, I dated somebody else, got engaged to somebody else, almost married somebody else in my waiting season. So that's true. I don't necessarily recommend that. I think. Okay. So I really <laughs> found the headspace where I was. I wanted to become the person that I wanted to marry, wanted to marry. Did that come across? Yeah. Does that make sense? I think that's. I, w I wanted to work on me and I wanted to be the person that could be a good partner to yeah. somebody else. You were also told that you wouldn't find anybody until you're 27. Well, I don't know if I was told that directly, but oh. I definitely thought that. I thought you said your your parents said that to you. Was that like you probably you're you're so adventurous and flighty that no one's oh, gonna yeah. want to marry I mean, you until you're twenty? I'm very independent. Like I could go my the rest of my entire life without ever seeing another human being, and I don't think people really trust me when I say that. But like literally, I could. I mean, other than you, mm -hmm. I would I would miss you, but like. I could go the rest of my life and never see another person and just like do me. Yeah. And that'd be great. Which is why we are a trouble match when it comes to being introverts. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. We try to make friends. I'm an antisocial extrovert. Yeah. She is straight up introvert. Just an introvert. I haven't left the house in four days. Truly. I did the math Hadn't today. I thought four days. Um, so yeah. What we, so yeah. I don't follow. Don't follow after what I did for in my waiting season. But as Adam says, you work on you, boo. There's nothing wrong with what you did. Dating somebody, getting engaged, no. and then breaking up the engagement. I mean, that was that was part of why we were able to have such a perfect beginning. Okay, so for Do, all y'all out there, go find a person, get engaged, break off that marriage or the wedding, marriage. and then, yeah, your person will just come along. Yep. Actually, to be honest, though, I have heard that story so much. Yep. Like, okay, I don't actually recommend doing that because there's a lot of heartache and financial stress that comes from all of that right. um and public embarrassment but there's a lot of good there's a too. lot of stories that i hear of people who break off their engagements and like literally find their person like right around the corner after they break it off yep. which happened for us and happened to so many other people who like talk to me about their story um anyway that's just kind of off the topic but yeah and then it says how do you manage if your love languages are different well, I, I think our love languages are different. I think. I think. What is mine? Acts of service? No, quality time and then Quality time service. and then acts of service, which is interesting because your love language is almost, it hasn't changed, but I feel like. It does shift. I feel like because your quality time is so filled up most of the time. I mean, at least we, I think because we're, we're each around each other all the time. All the time. That you're <laughs> kind of like, oh, that bucket's full. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And what about for you? What's your love language? What is my love language? Do you know? I think it's words of or it's physical touch and words of affirmation. 
Yeah, I mean, you like you like quality time too, but I feel like I, I think, don't even include that one because we're with each other all the time. I think words of affirmation is my first. Okay. And then I think um, quality time okay. is my second. And then acts of service. Okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So um, they're not really that different. Mm-mm. I feel like both of us like gifts, but we're too poor for gifts, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> we are each other. Our presence is each I'm other's your present. Gift. He literally bought me a Christmas present. I said, no Christmas presents this year because we couldn't afford it. So he got me one and we returned it. Get that money back. But it was a thought that counts. Sometimes you just got to pay your bills. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, next question. It says, dating while deconstructing. Find it hard since I'm still Christian, but not as churchy. I think that's very interesting, actually. Yeah. I mean, we weren't dating when we were in process of deconstruction, but I mean, we're still dating and married and engaged, right? That's what we... Well, I think they're mainly talking about like finding somebody that is like she's saying, I I believe it's a she, so sorry if it's not, Um, but they're saying that they're single and they're not very churchy anymore however they do call themselves a christian i guess how do they find somebody in that alignment i mean i feel like it depends on how social you are like church gives you an obvious social group that you can kind of pick from a pool yeah um but if you get in conversations that matter to you I feel like deconstruction is going to be something that's pretty predominant in the conversations that you have. So she's not even talking about deconstruction though. Like she's just saying she's just not churchy. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of being devil's advocate, which I kind of hate. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. What, what did she say exactly? She said, okay, let me pull it back up. Dating. Oh, no, she did say de- deconstructing. You're right. Sorry. My bad. Dating while deconstructing. Find it hard since I'm still Christian, but not as churchy. Okay. So sorry. You were right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, yes, church maybe, but then again, I feel like during deconstruction, I mean, a lot of people stop going to church indefinitely or whatever. Right. For you, a lot of your deconstruction happened internally before we even started conversation. Yeah. So it depends on what season you're in. Like, I feel like it's kind of one of those questions where, where it's like, how do you find your social group? You just kind of do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, honestly, I wouldn't necessarily recommend finding... Well, first of all, finding a partner isn't what I advise Mm -hmm. anyway. But, like, finding companionship or friendships or anything like that. I wouldn't necessarily put all the money on (laughs) finding church friends. Mm -hmm. Like... I don't know. Yes, like you said, depending on where you are in deconstruction, but I feel like the first bit just, yeah, I don't know, finding other friends outside of a religious structure because mm-hmm. um, you'd be amazed at how many people have gone through or, or are going through the same thing, but it might be harder to find within yeah, the walls of religion. Well, I mean, even for things like, like if you're literally looking for community to be able to find somebody that's like-minded, people like the liturgists have groups and meetups in like basically every major city yeah so i mean i think just reach out and and find people with common interests i mean that's like dating though just in general just find people with common interests and have interesting conversation and meaningful conversation yeah right and being 
that's a whole conversation about being equally yoked is talking yeah. about more of a state of mind and soul than yeah. Anyway, yeah, and we'll, and we'll, just that's and also don't expect the person you're dating to be in the same place you are. Don't don't place your deconstruction on somebody else. Mm, that's true. Yeah, that's what I kept on trying to not do with you. Like I didn't want that pressure. Right. I feel like because that would be the opposite of what I, I like would want ever. Like yeah. I would want it to be pure, you know, in my mind, mm-hmm. pure. I don't like that word so much anymore but like you know what i mean like yeah just happening naturally for yourself yeah um but yeah i mean that's that's all the main questions for oh. from social media i mean there's a couple other ones but we pretty much covered them um so yeah i i feel like to to summarize this conversation we got married when we we're 24 and 23 yeah i don't think there's a timeline you need to follow Marriage is awesome. We wanted to be married, but true love is like really what matters and being in love and also being in love with. <laughs> um, yeah. And we're coming on two years. Yeah. There's a 200 more lives together. At least. At least. I mean, who knows? I mean, the earth might explode, but we could move to space by the time. <laughs> Number 300. Love travels <laughs> beyond lifetimes. Yeah. But thanks to you guys for listening next episode that you'll be hearing we're kind of talking about sex and we're gonna have a guest on and she's a sex therapist and she's a doctor and it's gonna be dope so make sure you are listening um and we love you guys thanks much Bye. bye